As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Nah, so I do want to ask you, because I'm literally on the phone <laughs> with my homegirl last night, and I said, oh, bitch, I'm bringing this to the pod. Oh, boy. I'm bringing it to the pod. I'm proud What of do you. you mean? I said, are we in high school? So we're on the phone last night, and she's literally telling me how, like, she just had to add a body to her list. And I was like, what do you mean add a body to your list? And she's like, girl, I have a list of everyone I have had sex with, for as far as I can remember, in my notes in my phone. And I said, why no. do you carry around the devil with you, baby? How old is she? Le she's like almost 35. So I'm like, so so she said Girl. that she had to, and, and she likes it to be chronological. So <laughs> she was like, yeah, like I had to squeeze them in between two other names because I know when I was sleeping with them and what time. And I said, this is exhausting. To what purpose do you need to keep a list of no. the bodies you have slept with. And I told her, I said, no. girl, your period came. It doesn't matter anymore. They can't be the baby daddy. It's also been it's also <laughs> you know? been seven years. It's like a credit report. It just fucking disappears. It's oh, they like, fall off after seven? They fall off. They just I, don't even exist I ain't going to hold you. The fact that I, I, I was just in a year and some change relationship, I'm back to zero, bitch. I ain't been with nobody. I feel like once you've been I'm in a really relationship and you was really, you know, I ain't going to count the girls. But if, if I really was just with one penis for a year that like eliminates all the other penises that's kind of amazing that's an amazing like train that? of thought i do well and, and because <laughs> with, with my current boyfriend right like he's he's the only one he's the only body guy i've been he's the only person i've been with since we started talking to be honest like since it was really like we were really romantically interested that's i was like I'm, eh, I'm cool that's i don't really want to fuck saying. nobody else i'm good like it was and you know he can yeah it just, i feel I like interested i feel like as soon as you can't remember if it was good or not it's oh off. shit! You know what I mean? Damn. Like, and I, ain't gonna I mean, hold you. there's some bodies I think I forgot that my, that were like that were probably mistakes. Like, forgot, people, girl. I'm yeah, so mad. Like, there's I, some bodies I probably forgot, especially because like I'm I'm a I'm a I'm a very emotional person. So even uh, though, so I've like you did say you have feelings in your vagina. Yeah, I have. My pussy has feelings, bro. <laughs> it's fucked up. <laughs> it is. It's fucked up because there's things like I wouldn't even think about like. Like it, it's like it convinces. It almost has like this this fake convincing property in my in my vagina that says, "Well, now that you've shared this, we're connected, we're bonded." <laughs> and it's like, "Nah, bitch, we're not. Not at all. This shit was not even. No, no, we're not. We're not bonded. This is not even getting repeated another time. Like we're done here." Which is crazy because my brain works that way. My brain is like, "Okay, this was fun. Bye." And then because <laughs> I really for, I have that and it's a little sociopathic, I think. I think people that can like literally just completely detach and be like, all right, I don't have any. I can just forget about you altogether and never care about you, never talk to you again, never. I think that's a little so, sociopathic. So you don't keep a list. I don't but, keep a list. But 
do you rem- do you do you believe you remember everybody? You know what? What I will say, I remember. In- I remember the encounters. Like I remember other details about this. if if I re- if I'm thinking about the body, I'm thinking about the, Your whole the memory. No, the mem like the memory around it. Like if we went on a if we went on a, a an impromptu like super romantic date and then oh. ended up smashing that night, I'm thinking about the date. The date is what made me remember it. Probably the not the dick. Girl, I remember I, the date, like the date, like the the special, like if it was a, it was if it was a cool moment, if it was a memory worth, like sex to me, did, a lot of sex to me does not. If there's no real emotional connection, it doesn't it doesn't warrant a, mem- a, a memory. I ain't gonna hold you. I hope and I hope you're not listening to the pod. <laughs> there's this there's this motherfucker in my DMs right now. He live in Atlanta mm-hmm. and he's just like, I'm so proud of you, and we're gonna link up again. But I right, like apparently we had sex at <laughs> one point in life. <laughs> And I had to, no, literally. And I'm like, we did? Like, I literally had to be like, listen, I have a man now. I do not remember you. But also, I'm. it's just like, damn, okay, maybe we had sex. But this also would have been 2009. Like, I was so different back in 09 than what I am in 2021. That's 12 years ago. It was, but he remembers fucking me you clearly. You were an adolescent. Do you know why he remember fucking me? Because I done came up. So he's like, oh, I'm so proud of you. We should reconnect. Clearly, you're not doing as well in life as I am, and I don't remember you. So I had to tell him, listen, I know you say we had sex. I know you say. <laughs> I literally do not recall. It might be a different Mandy. I'm sorry. I don't know that man. <laughs> it might be a different Mandy that you had sex with. It probably wasn't this one. It wasn't it Mandy B. Maybe it was Mandy C. Like, you know it might have just been somebody else. Maybe it's okay. If, you maybe it, well. First off, I had just graduated high school. Like literally, that's the year I graduated high school. Yeah. I moved to Atlanta three days after graduating. Yeah, I was in a I was in a hellhole. I was in my first apartment, so I probably did get more bodies than I should have because I had my own place. It was my oh. first. It was my first place that I moved in. Savon, I don't know how you giving it up, but as soon as you get Savon your first, is a bachelor. You know what I mean? Savon is Marcus. Graham. I was a bachelorette. <laughs> Savon is Marcus Graham from Boomerang. <laughs> Like That's what Savon is now. As soon as you know you can invite somebody over and not Savon worry got about a view. your parents. Savon got a view. Savon got a view and a dog. Savon is <laughs> Savon Savon, alive. Sa- Savon is like, you see that building right there? Yeah. That's the, that's the, <laughs> and this building is, and you know who owns this building? Let me tell you about the skyline from my view. You know, when it, when it gets dark, I can see, <laughs> I can see the stars and I can see the skyline from the same windows. You know, it's a corner unit. So, you know, <laughs> It's an aerial view. You know, it's an aerial view. <laughs> we pay big bucks for this. You know, if I was two floors down, it might have cost me a little less. Yeah, it's, I mean. He was I, like, he'd be like, you see that door right there? It leads to the bedroom. Because yes, this isn't a studio. It leads. I it, have a bedroom. It leads to paradise. <laughs> um, hey, what you be telling them girls, Savon? You be saying, I met a girl you be saying that this, you tried huh? to date, oh. but a year to make love, she wanted you to wait. Let she wants you to wait. She wanted you to wait. I was talking to this girl. She, he didn't, oh, he didn't wait. They don't wait. He didn't, they don't wait, and he's not waiting either. She had long hair and a short mini skirt. Either way, can this sound come back so that I can have a one hit wonder? Because this type of rapping. I can do this slow rapping. It's storytelling. I feel like yeah, storytelling. Absolutely storytelling. Okay. 
Y'all know we was gonna do this, y'all. I took a couple of flicks since she was enthused. I said, How do you like the show? She said, I was very amused. I started you say all this to them, say one. But when I sprung the question, she acted kind of strange. Because when I asked, Do you have a message? I got this. Can I do this? No, I don't. Can you write me a story so I can rap it? We could, this could be your, this could be your chocolate starfish song. Oh, you got that booty hole that I need to peg right now. Oh, that I need to stick it in. Hey, baby, you say it too much. He's just a friend, girl. We had to come in, bring it light. I know there's a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of people lot of uh, who are definitely hurt by the loss of, of a legend, of a legend. Uh, Biz Marquis, as you guys know, it was only right for us to start off this week's episode with sending our condolences um, to, to hip hop. Yeah. He's, like, he's, he's my birthday twin, Biz Marquis. Really? Yeah. I met him a couple times. Um and every time, every time I met him, he was super sweet and 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 I hate the word humble, but humble is such a great word to describe him just because of his demeanor and his energy. He never he was never like Hollywood acting with anybody. Like if you ever saw him out at the club, he would be with D Nice. Shout out to D Nice. Um he would be out and about young guru. Like we would I would always see him in 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 different spaces with different different DJs that I knew that I respected and he was always warm and welcoming. And I think and in addition to the DJ community, obviously, um, just hip hop in general has lost a lost a real legend. So yeah, it's, sad. Um, it's not has not. It's been a very it's been a heavy year of losses. And and even I mean, a, a, just a friend is clearly one of his biggest hits. And of course, as a millennial, as a '90s baby, mm-hmm. uh, this is one of the songs I know because uh, it was sampled in Mario's "Just a Friend." Yeah, uh, that was his debut uh, single, and literally now he's just been able to live on across generations. Uh, yeah. For what he's done, and and again, I did see a lot of the friends on my timeline uh, who were still currently working with him, mm-hmm. uh, still currently in the studio with him. So he definitely stayed working all the way to the end. And uh, yeah. we want to send condolences out. He was fifty seven, which bitches young. I was about to say the the, the more young. I get into my thirties, the more like forties and fifties just seems like like. So young. And of course, I know like when we're growing up, we think that 50 is because it is, it's half a century. But it's like we see so many people really, really, really getting their feet in the door in their 40s. And we say 30s is the new 20s now. And yeah. it's just like 57 is so young. Yeah. It really is. Um, we had other condolences to send out. Oh, uh, yeah. To Keisha. To Keisha yes. Cole. Um, whose mother Frankie passed away as well, and there's Definitely no details to, to that, right? No, and and I hope I hope that her family finds finds peace during this time. I hope that everybody, you know, everybody that's around her, um, uplifts her in prayer and is super, super supportive because losing a parent is absolutely devastating. I can't even imagine that. So, um, and I mean, I can because I lost a parent, but it's not the it's not this. It's just for anybody that's done it. You know, it's not something you want to relate. It's not something you want to relate to, right? Anybody about or anybody right. with. So. Um, I I wasn't able to speak to it last week, and we're just going to get literally all of the condolences out. Uh, uh, a friend of mine, a peer of mine, uh, Aisha K. Faines, uh, she mm-hmm. unfortunately lost her life uh, July 2nd. And some of you may know her from uh, The Grapevine, and she, she has done two of my other podcast mm-hmm. um, episodes with me. We talked about uh, the art of femininity, and then she came on talking about the hookup culture on Horrible Decisions. And literally... One of those people that you meet and she's just, it's just like, dang, how are you so nice? Yeah. 
how are you so kind? How are you so warming? How do you have this light around you where there could possibly be nothing wrong yeah. in your life? And uh, we lost her very, like, suddenly. So mm-hmm. uh, I do want to send condolences out to Aisha, the whole Grapevine family, um, and anyone who was affected as well by by that. Um, it was a lot. Um, I guess we'll get into shit. It's just us, y'all. It's just Which is us. okay. We're enough, okay? <laughs> we, we are, are enough. enough. <laughs> We're enough. It's just us today. I guess, uh, let me let me chat it up with you because, bitch, y'all, I have not got my morning calls from Bridget in a week because she wanted to be fucking Tarzan <sighs> in the Costa Rican jungle. And how was, was that? I'm tired. <laughs> this is one, like, so my family is like the wild thornberries, right? Um, <laughs> for, those of you, for those of y'all that are of age, of my age, that remembers the Wild Thornberries cartoon. Eliza Thornberry Eliza was, was a little girl that could speak to animals, right? That's my sister. <laughs> my sister wants to speak to the animals. She wants to go out there, be in the jungle, in the trenches with the wildest of, of species and just have the time of her life. And so it was her birthday last week. So my mother and I decided, all right, cool. Let's do let's do a family trip for this birthday. And we ended up going to Costa Rica, which is one of my favorite countries. I'm not going to hold you. Costa Rica about to turn into Tulum. Everybody, well, is going to Costa Rica now, and I guess it's because of COVID restrictions. But a lot of people the COVID are going. restrictions are are in, insane. Lats. Traveling, traveling, mm, traveling nope. back and forth. No, traveling back and forth is is a lot. There's a lot of requirements. You got to get a, you got to get tested. It's it's still level three in in Costa Rica, but luckily not that many people have passed away in Costa Rica. Um, a friend of mine's mother still lives there, and and you know we went and visited with her. She was telling us it's you know they're they're restrict they have been very strict like they have driving restric- restrictions like there's certain days that people can drive in and out of certain cities, um just to keep some some sort of population control within the within some of the cities. Um, but you know it's a, it's a place that and even accommodations like we we rented an Airbnb and we had to we had to submit the list in a gated it was in a gated uh, gated community gated space and we had to submit a list of the guests ahead of time because you can't have any guests there once once you check in. Like mm. every, anybody that stays there has to be on the list. There's security that checks you in upon arrival, upon departure, um, mainly because prostitution is legal there. Hell yeah, let me go and buy one. And like $15. Workers. Um, I got to so, go there and get me one. Yeah, so so because of that, I think too, they they try to crack down on, you know, the the, the a lot of the, the motion, a lot of the, the transporting between in and out of in and out of the accommodations. Mm. Um but otherwise, above above that, going back to my wild thornberries reference, um, we had activities every single fucking day. That's so, how I like to travel. I mean, sometimes I did not get not <laughs> one single day by the pool. Like that blew mine. I was really just hoping for one day to just kind of reflect, you know, sit by the pool, go by the beach. We were literally on the beach, so it would have been nice just go and sit in the sand for a second. But we did have a we had a boat day, which was great. Went snorkeling. I got stung by a jellyfish, which is completely, oh, no. completely on brand. Um, <laughs> my sister didn't believe me. She was like, you're full of shit. I was like, no, I really got stung by a jellyfish. Like, that shit really, you know, scrape, scrape through my arm. She was like, well, you didn't panic. I was like, well, bitch, why would I panic? We because it's we a, a fucking jellyfish. What do you mean, why would you panic? First this is of all, the half white coming out of you. Bitch, I'm I love dying the ocean. if I get stung in the fucking ocean by a fucking sea creature. And you're like, oh, it's just a sea creature that just bit the fuck out of me. Well, no, but Bro. it was, first of all, jellyfish do it by accident. They're attentive. Oh, here they, you go. They're swimming. They're not attacking you. It's not like a fish going up to you and being like, oh, danger, bite you. Nah, like a jellyfish is minding this fucking business, swimming along, and just happened to graze my arm. So you're like, well, because I'm in your fucking home it's okay for you to sting me nah it just it was it wasn't on purpose he, he kept it moving it wasn't like he was trying to bite me because he felt threatened how you know it was accident. a he and not a she 
Because the only thing that's going to be the only thing that's going to be defensive without being threatened is a man. So, <laughs> just sorry, I'm not kidding. Shots but still, fired. Yeah, for for real. Um, sorry, the laptop is way over there. I don't want to do kind no, of shots it's right fine. Now. We're, it's okay. Relax, <laughs> relax, and the wine is flowing. Um, no, nah, but it was really it was beautiful. We went snorkeling. Went took my mom zip lining for the first time, and she was terrified in the trees. And then we got really high up. There was one of the one of the um, one of the platforms was like 150 feet up in the air, 200 almost 200 feet up in the air. Um, and we saw howler monkeys, which were like stalking us in the jungle for a little bit. And the, the guide was like, oh, well, you know, sometimes you just hear them and they're really far away. And I was like, no, bro, this sounds like it's right above me. You got me, you got me fucked up. Oh, we no. get on the platform and my sister goes across and they, two, these two monkeys like, like are walking over the, the, to one from one tree. It was like the monkeys tree. from Jumanji? Yeah. Not that big. Not that not big. Not that big. Not that big. Okay. But they were, um. Yeah, they were like they they were really pretty coats actually. They were really they were they were pretty, but still it was like, all right, y'all y'all are scary. They I were, ain't gonna hold you. Them motherfucking monkeys that from be Jumanji? But not even from Jumanji, bitch. Like when I went to Kuala Lumpur in Malaysia, them motherfuckers was you had to like they told you everything had to be on you. Like yeah. don't carry a bag. Yeah. Cause them little monkeys would walk by and snatch your motherfucking bag. So literally have a video <laughs> swiper no swiping literally that has to be where that little monkey from Dora got his name because <laughs> the monkey boots Yo. is that wait is swipe, what is swiper oh shit yeah oh that's not a monkey whatever no. foxes don't be swiping shit but monkeys motherfucking do and them motherfuckers over there in Asia really be like some shit and it's crazy so uh, before we started talking uh, I know a lot of people now, and we're going to talk about COVID because Jesus Christ, I'm scared we're going to go back. But in terms of traveling, um, I'm going to Spain yeah. next month. I'm, I'm going to Cabo uh, literally now. when we leave here. <laughs> now. I'm in Cabo <laughs> now. Um, and Mexico has been kind of a place where I think we all go and we all feel comfortable. But Spain, I'm 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 talking with my homegirls because, of course, we're doing Barcelona and Ibiza, but... Ibiza. We, Ibiza, sorry. Yeah. My bad. Ibiza? We going to Ibiza or whatever? She be trying to be fake ignorant with me sometimes and it I be do. blowing mine. Because I'm like, sis, you've been to Malaysia, Singapore, you've been to all the places. No, Come on now. So, so what's crazy about us going to Spain, we're having this conversation because, of course, Ibiza is, is a party scene. Yeah. And we're three black women. Yes. So the conversation now is, bro, we don't normally travel to places where, A, we know it to be party and expensive. Right. Like, because, bro, when we was in Asia, bitch, I was popping bottles because we could get a bottle for 35 US dollars right. in, like, Bangkok and right. all that shit. So we ain't need no niggas and motherfucking there. But as as women yeah. with privilege, when we party, we're used to not paying for anything. And so now we're literally having to consider table and bottle service right. as a budget only because it's Europe and we know it's mostly going to be white spaces we don't know how we're going to be technically received and right. if anyone's even going to invite us to their tables. Right. And it's weird because I know when men travel, they put all of this into their budget. We normally don't have we to. Don't. This, this is the first time we're traveling where we're like, well, we know we want to have a good time. Right. And to be fair, we don't know how we're going to be treated as three black women going to a predominantly white space where we right. also know it's going to be house music. Right. And when we all traveled in Asia together, we were... People literally took pictures of us and called us Destiny's Child. Listen, I so, know, I know. That <laughs> happened to me in Tokyo Bro. when I was on tour. I got hit with a Kerry Hilson vinyl <laughs> in an Osaka Wait, did you train sign station. It? Did you sign it? No. Oh. I took. I just took a picture. I felt bad. I was like, no. But I took a picture and just, you know, gave the peace sign. 
Um, but I was like, no, I'm not going to do that because that would have been that would have been fraudulent. That would have actually. Been really now bad. that I think about it, I had bangs at the time, and that was the knock you down, Carrie Hilson, yeah, with the bangs. It was with the bangs. We both uh, had black bangs the with the bangs blonde with the and the blonde the, yeah. Um, so that was that was a time. It was a time. It was a good it time. Was a time. It was a good time in music. Um, but yeah, I, re- I remember that. I think I think for men, it's like men can for men they, trips in, are expensive because they got to spend all the money once they're there. For women, we spend all the money on everything prior to hair, nails, lashes. Because yeah, we are the bitches that are also gonna stack up in a fucking right. one hotel room because <laughs> we don't because we already figured. Listen, bitch, if you gonna go get dick, correct, you can go get it in a room. Correct. You ain't bringing the juices to the yeah. sheets that we all women, have to lay in. All of our costs are are, are pre trip. Like it. it's preparation oh, for the trip. Oh, I didn't even think of that. And men, yeah, all of our part is, is for, for is to prep for the trip. Once we get there, though, the men take care of everything. The men us. Take, usually, you know, girl, what I'm saying? I ain't gonna hold you. Random men that you on? might run into or random people, friends. Oh, nah, girl, we go on Tinder and just swipe Not everyone black because they be Africans, bro. When you travel abroad and you meet, you swipe <laughs> someone black on Tinder, bro. It be an African with a lick. That's how I met all like oh, the people my in Asia. God. Seriously. Hilarious. Seriously, but crazy and true story. Yes. Singapore is one of the one of the countries that are very, very difficult to get into. Okay. Specifically if you have an African passport. Really? Like Nigeria or any any country Why? in Africa. Because A, they just assume, unfortunately, uh oh. that your that your money is not legit. Uh so it's one of those where they will ask for your bank statements and stuff at the airport wow. and tell you you can't come in. Like you have to have valid reason to go into Singapore. uh, So I studied abroad in Singapore for six months. And um, even in Singapore, you will get, I believe it's a thousand dollar fine for chewing gum. You can't eat on the subways. It's the most cleanest place I've ever been. Yeah. Also, that's how I felt about Japan. Also, Japan was clean as that. There was mad people bro, on the streets. The crosswalks are like, mad. it's just, it's not even a crosswalk really. It's just stripes across the whole street. It. Like it's just stripes. But but not only not only cleanliness. And clean. Uh, when we clean. when when our university gave us the tour. So mind you, it's a it's a country island. So literally, you can get to one side of the island to the other right. in twenty minutes. Right. So we did the tour. Uh, we did the Merline. We Marina Bay Sands. We did all of that. And literally, our tour guide and one of the deans of the university were like, "By the way, guys, there's like no crime here, so don't worry about locking your doors. Don't worry about anything while you're here because there's like zero crime. Like it's the lowest crime rate in the country. But it's also because they have really, really, really hefty like uh, fines if you mm. go against girl. You can't even bring sex toys." Bitch, I legit had to get a VPN to even watch porn. Porn is not allowed uh, in wow. Singapore. So I had to reroute my shit back to the U.S., bitch. I was like, hey, we are, I yeah. got to watch Netflix America and We are incredibly entitled. I mean, we had we to, are, for we sure. Had to, we had to get tested a bunch of different times. We had to get health insurance to be in Costa Rica, which isn't bad, to be honest. And Costa Rica is one of those places that um, it's a very small country. The whole country is the size of Virginia, the state God of damn. Virginia. So you can literally drive around in a few hours. But um, ain't, wait, North... There's two Virginias. There's a West Virginia and a Virginia. Oh, why was I about to say North and South, bitch? God damn it. Well, because one, one is a little more Southern than the other. I, and that's Truth why, be told, West, Vir- be West, to- West Virginia actually feels way more Southern than, than Virginia. It's crazy because coming more, from the way South. Way more redneck, y'all know red, red, redneck, redneck energy in West I, Virginia I'm, than I'm Virginia. from the South and I always consider Virginia a part of DMV, which to me was always oh, North. No. But it is DMV. No, but the, DC, the parts, Maryland, the, Virginia. The parts of the parts of I know, but there's certain parts of Virginia that are not really DMV. <laughs> no, no, oh. it's not the same. Oh. Yeah. Well, if we're if we're speaking about traveling right now, yes. uh, <sighs> I do want to get back to what you said though, which I think Uh-oh. is interesting: is that Uh-oh. being a person of color when you travel, 
those are things that we think about all the time, right? That mm. like we always think about countries that um, countries that will that will be receptive to having black people travel there, and that will still be kind and still be, which is awful, right? Because I think is about that, is that not crazy? It is crazy because I think about even even like even my mother sometimes as much of a as a Black Lives Matter activist as she is. My mom wants all the smoke, by the way, with her own family. It's kind of <laughs> wild. Um, but even even in even in her in her in the in her privilege, which she's acknowledged too, sometimes when thinking about places she would want to go with us, it's like we don't really have that big that much of an interest in going to like obscure parts of Germany. Russia's not on the list. At you know all. what I'm saying? At all. Those are not places that we would ever want to travel to. At all. There's nothing, and it's not because they're not there's not beautiful landscape and beautiful culture. It's just not of interest. You know what I'm saying? Like it's not a place that we know we'll go and they'll be like, oh my God, black Americans, great to see you. It's it's not. I mean, I'll be honest. I didn't even realize the reserve because Asia was never on my list, even of travels mm-hmm. um, until I decided to study abroad. And right. I, I was so glad I got there because it is beautiful. Yeah. The culture is great. You you get to learn so much. The, the food. food. Oh, Girl. amazing. I mean, although they use fish sauce and shit and it just smelled like feet and I'm I'd be like, fuck, don't use the fucking fish sauce in my fucking shit. Fucking smells like fish and I'm eating chicken. What is going on? I fucking hate the fish sauce. And also, yes, guys, while I'm black, I am half white and I hate spice. Oh, bitch. Their chilies in Asia? Different. Ain't no motherfucking joke. Different. Um, But yeah, it's crazy because that is literally something that we have to think about. And I do love, I, I, I know that even on Twitter, there's such a... Emphasis on black luxury yeah. and black women traveling and black groups traveling. Yes. And um, I love I, seeing black groups travel. I love it. I follow um, Bitch, traveling. Tra- it's like traveling. It's traveling while black, I think, is or traveling, traveling black, black something. And on, travel noir. Um, travel noir, too. But there's something there's another uh, site that I co- that I follow on Instagram. It's just all these beautiful black people just always traveling in groups. And I live for it. Charles, actually, my friend Charles actually hosted um a big black travel group that was in the Dominican Republic like a week and a half ago, two weeks ago. It was fire to see yeah, that. Yeah, and like, I was fucking in Vegas watching Usher dance. I know, By I'm the jealous. way, fuck jealous, any of beloved. y'all who got to see Usher <laughs> in his debut residency in fucking Vegas. I wanted to be there. And get money thrown at get Usher, Usher bucks, bucks thrown at you. <laughs> <laughs> um, that is something that I definitely hope to see. Yeah. Um, again, before... A possible lockdown again. I mean, right. I'm not going to hold you. I don't know how you're feeling. Uh, L.A. just went back to a mask mandate. Yep. Uh, to my knowledge, Australia is closing their borders once yep. again. Uh-huh. Um, and then there is now a petition to get the Olympics canceled because so many people in the Olympic Village, including, unfortunately, majority of our black Olympians. So there was a tennis player. There's a gymnast that just tested positive. A couple of our runners. We already know Shikari Rob, uh, Richardson was isn't able to do it because of the testing. She was still going to be able to do the relay, I believe, though. Um, and it just sucks. So uh, Coco Golf. I hope I'm saying that right. She's the tennis player, correct? Yeah. Yeah. So she tested positive and. Damn. My friend that you met, and I'm not going to put her on blast, but you met her when we had couples night. She, um, which I'm not in a relationship, but it was just couples night. Uh, but she tested positive. It was a couple of couples. (laughs) She tested positive and has the vaccine. And a lot of even the Olympians that are testing positive are vaccinated. Right. And so there's like this. because this this Delta variant is a little different. Well, not only is it a Delta variant, my concern is, and don't come for me with this being a, my experience and what I'm seeing from my friends from my friends who are now sharing. So she, she tested uh, positive for mm-hmm. COVID and let me know her symptoms. 
Mind you, she's vaccinated. She was like, oh, my God, girl, I was down for a week, had every symptom, and then was like, but, you know, I guess that's actually good because it could have been worse. And I was like, first off, you're 27. (laughs) It probably wouldn't have been that severe, but also the fact that as someone who's vaccinated, you had every single symptom and were out for a week still. And I know that the vaccine was supposed to make it... uh, make all of the symptoms less severe. Um, it's crazy that everyone I know that's vaccinated is who's catching it. Correct. I'm, I I don't know. I mean, I don't know anybody in New York that's, that's had it. I'm, I know a few people in LA that got it that were down, like, like loss of spent, loss of smell, loss of taste, um, and had fevers for a couple of days. Um, but I mean, I, I think overall <clears throat> the rush to get back outside, um, was it a rush? It was a year and a half of shutdown, bro. Well, at least was, in New York. At least was, in New York. It was a it was a rush when people were still getting were still having to get tested and still testing positive, right? It's not over. That was something that I that my sister and I got into an argument about too. Um not even an argument, but a debate rather, when we were in Costa Rica because we had to get health insurance while being in Costa Rica. We had to literally get a Costa Rican Blue Cross Blue Shield coverage plan wow. for the five days we were there. We had to submit a negative test upon arriving to the airport and also had to get tested again at the airport in Costa Rica in order to get Going to Mexico, you no longer need to take one there, but you have to take one to enter the U.S. Right. So yeah. that's with that's with most countries now. The U.S. is mandating that you come back with a negative test. Um but we got into a little bit of a debate because she was like, I can't believe so many Americans are so put off by the fact that now they're being asked, they're being inconvenienced by having to get tested and having to wear masks still and still having to be, you know, still having to, to be treated like we're still in quarantine, right? When the pandemic isn't over. And I said, well, the, the, the two important things to consider is number one, America never, never operated in solidarity. It was mm. the, 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 the precautions that were taken were state, were, were state mandated. So, mm-hmm. Had we had we functioned from the very beginning like a country, like a like a <laughs> with with federal regulations that would have really protected and and really isolated all of us from this virus, I think it, I think that the numbers would have been way less, and I think that we we wouldn't feel so entitled to now being able to move how we want to move. You know what I mean? I think I think had all of us, and this sounds this sounds crazy, but had all of us suffered. And, and sacrificed and had to be inconvenienced for the sake of our neighbor. The way New York Consistently, was. the way New York was. I think, I think the attitude and the entitlement, the sense of entitlement would be different. I think we would feel differently about it. You know what I mean? States in Europe, it's like, well, now they, they appreciate being able to travel. People in the UK who could not leave the country, who could not do anything, and then shut down twice, completely shut down twice. Like, we have no concept of what that even really looks like. We had, okay, well, you can't really eat inside, but you can eat outside inside. But you can't, <laughs> but you got to wear your mask inside, but not in the outside inside part where you're dining. Like, everything was fucking, was was mixy and messy. And so, because everything has just been mismanaged from the start, of course people are pissed off about it. I think with the situation with the Olympics, at this point, I mean, the show the show must go on. It's like, it's Does, like it's, millions- yeah, as far as how they feel, sure. Because millions think about think about the countries, the 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 level of not even just not even just protocol that they have now for COVID, but in general, how much of the countries, how much of the the funding, how much of the you know having to all the the the, the businesses and stuff that are relying on this tourism. I mean, all of the all Ooh, of the all wait. of the, the sponsorships. Did you the see? Companies, did you like, see one of the things they're doing to potentially stop the spread and? Uh, get the hookup. No. Uh, uh, Alex, can you uh, show that they, the Olympic Village has cardboard beds to what? eliminate 
uh, sexual activities in the village. Uh, so apparently they're doing cardboard beds. Here we go. Anti-sex beds in the Olympic Village. Um, this is by the New York Times. Oh, so it's Firefest. And they- <laughs> <laughs> Heard you. <laughs> they are literally doing this in an attempt to uh, eliminate or at least... Uh, lower the uh, bitch. You know I don't be knowing words, but whatever. They don't want niggas to have sex in the Olympic Village. So you're basically eliminating the eliminating the fun. The, but they're eliminating the, the curricular activities. But, I need, but also the but, comfort of sleep. What the fuck? Uh, it to me, it's the comfort of sleep because bitch, we adults. Do we all just fucking beds? No. The the floor is right there. There's a kitchen, I'm sure. There's a couch, I'm sure. <laughs> bitch, there is a dresser. You could bend me over this motherfucking dresser. Oh bitch, there's God. walls. I can't. Put me on walls. the wall, baby. The wall ain't made of cardboard. This is ridiculous. I so- mean, <laughs> the overall, the planning the planning committee and all of these things, this has cost millions and millions and millions Bro. of dollars. They're not going to pull the plug on it. Like, people just don't. If 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 COVID has has taught us one thing, it's that it's that not even not even just America, but there are a lot of a lot of countries and a lot of people in this world that are completely individualistic and greedy and only mm. thrive on their capitalistic needs, and that's exactly what we're witnessing right now. To me, in, in my opinion, the Olympics should have been postponed this year all around. All right, y'all. Let's get personal real quick. Our skin, as you know, has a huge effect on our confidence. If you have acne or you're noticing signs of aging, dryness because winter is cold and kicking everybody's butt, it can be frustrating to waste time and money on products that aren't formulated for you. So that's why I recommend Curology. Curology makes personalized prescription skincare products. Now, Curology's personalized prescriptions are formulated to treat your individual skin needs from acne to the earliest signs of aging. Curology prescription skincare uses a combination of three clinically researched ingredients, making it more effective than non-prescription cleansers and moisturizers alone. It's really easy. All you have to do is just fill out a quiz about your skin, share a couple photos without the without the filters, and a provider will prescribe a personalized formula based on your skin's unique needs. In a clinical trial of 150 Curology patients, 9 out of 10 patients saw an improvement in their acne in just 3 weeks which I know sounds like a long time, but it's not. Time is flying by. You'll be fine. Curology products give you everything you need and nothing you don't without fragrances or parabens. Products are shipped directly to your door every two months. 93% report effective with over 9,000 five-star reviews, which means he said and she said that it works wonders. So for a limited time, you can get your first Curology skincare box for just $5 when you go to Curology.com slash STTI. Go to Curology.com slash STTI for this free offer. That's Curology, C-U-R-O-L-O-G-Y.com slash STTI. Trial is 30 days, applies only to your first box, subject to consultation, new subscribers only. Okay, guys. Well, you know, Mandy and I show up camera ready every week for y'all. And not every week. We be trying, We though. be trying, though. <laughs> Either way, our skin has had a huge effect on our confidence. It and has. if you have acne or you're noticing signs of aging, fine lines, it can be frustrating to waste time and money on products that aren't formulated just for you. That's so right. that's why I recommend Curology. Now, Curology makes personalized prescription skincare products. And listen, y'all, Curology's personalized prescriptions are formulated to treat your individual skin needs. Mm-hmm. From acne to the earliest signs 
of aging. Love that. Curology Prescription Skin Care uses a combination of three clinically researched ingredients. Ooh. It's giving science, mm -hmm. making it more effective than non-prescription cleansers and moisturizers alone. And listen, y'all, the older you get, you cannot just put anything on no, your face. You get more sensitive, actually. Absolutely. But this whole process is really easy. You just fill out a quiz about your skin, you share some photos, and a provider will prescribe a personalized formula based on your skin's unique needs. And y'all, don't be adding them filters to them photos. Don't. And in a clinical <laughs> trial of 150 Curology patients, 9 out of 10 patients actually saw an improvement in their acne in three weeks. I like that. That's Curology great. products give you everything you need and nothing you don't mm -hmm. without fragrances or parabens. Yes. Products are shipped directly to your door every two months. 93% report effective with over 9,000 five-star reviews, y'all. We love five-star reviews. We do love, I, I we always do love read a, a five-star review. You know, and for a limited time, you can get your first Curology skincare box for just $5. Come when on. You go to Curology.com slash STTI. Go to Curology.com slash STTI for this free offer. That's Curology, C-U-R-O-L-O-G-Y.com slash STTI. Trial is 30 days and applies only to your first box. Subject to consultation, new subscribers only. What are your thoughts then on all of these festivals that a lot of us are happy to go to? My homegirls not going happy to, to go to. to rolling, not happy to go to Rolling Loud this no, week. No, I will not be rolling anywhere. <laughs> I will not. No, and I you really just don't. With me, friend. People are still being hospitalized for COVID. Like we're still in this. You know mm. what I'm saying? And it's like it's like when you get really sick and then all of a sudden you start to feel better. You're like, no, 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 it's fine, it's fine. I can totally do this. And it's like, bro. You still supposed to be taking your medication or you can relapse. Like you can relapse. We can relapse. Like it's it's happening already. Where, where is your mental? Like, are you concerned? Are you like mentally preparing yourself? Like both of us. Yeah. I'm mentally, you're an optimist, I'm mentally, but I think we do have pessimistic uh I am ways. I am mentally preparing myself for, for everything lockdown? for everything for to be lockdown? shut down again. Absolutely. I see it. I see it. I was it supposed to go on tour this year. I see it fall. happening. I see it happening. And I and only only because the more um we're tired, we're tired of the of of the media, we're tired of the mandates, the misinformation, we're tired, we're tired of all of it. The conspiracy theories around it, people that didn't want to get vaccinated, the media saying, well, the only people being hospitalized are people that aren't vaccinated. That's not true. So I I just I think I think we're gonna get back to a place where we're all gonna be frustrated, we're all gonna be irritated with all of the things that they're expecting us to do. Mm. And we're some people are gonna be like, fuck it, I'm not wearing a mask if I don't have to wear a mask. And there's a lot of places where you don't have to wear a mask and then you can still get COVID. And then, you know what I'm saying? It's like nobody's Again, because we have not, it's like, think about a kid, right? You spoil a kid, you spoil a kid all their lives. And then all of a sudden at 15, you're like, no, you're grounded. You can't go out. And the kid's looking at you like, fuck you, mom. Fuck you, Barbara. I've been going out not since I Barbara. was nine. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Like, since I was nine, I've been doing what I want to do. You're not going to tell me now. It's like, we're acting like kids about it. So no, I, I'm anticipating in the fall that something is going to happen. They're going to shut us down again. And yeah, we're just going to have to, we're going to have to grin and bear it. And to be honest with you, I won't be mad if it's, if it's, if it's when the weather is cold. Cause I don't like to be outside when it's fucking cold anyway. Like I'm cool. Let's have our summer. Let's, let's have our summer. Let's all, you know what I mean? Enjoy ourselves a little bit. And then come October after, after the birthdays, um, <laughs> come October, shut that shit down again. I'm cool. Shut that shit down until Thanksgiving until people can figure out how they need to move going forward. So ladies, although it is a hot girl summer and it's been kind of lukewarm because bitch, we still hit the seventies here in New York. Yo, can I keep it a stack with you? Uh -oh. Last summer was more lit than this summer and last summer oh. was shut down. Am I bugging? 
You bugging. Am I wrong? You you bugging. You're wrong. Last summer was way more lit. You were I had LA. way more fun last summer. You were in summer. LA. Yeah. I, but then I came here in August. Oh. We were having fun in August. Um, we yeah, were outside. Bitch, we were at a pool party in <laughs> August, <laughs> We was outside. Bitch. Who was we? What was we doing? We were outside. Um, I just Socially think, distant, but still outside. I, just, I, I mean, I don't know. I, I just think that this during this hot girl summer, everyone that y'all lay with, ladies, should be a prospect for your cuffing season boo yeah uh he gotta have quarantine bay qualities otherwise you wasting everybody's time and you you might want to get a local one because the way these flights nigga we become the epicenter again can we discuss them also if you are thinking of traveling this was something else i did want to say the a lot of the airlines are understaffed and the flights are delayed obnoxiously so don't don't be surprised if you overpay for a flight and you end up spending more time in the airport than you do on the plane Mm. Just a heads up. No, I'm, I'm praying to God that you are not delayed. You'll, you'll be fine. Actually, I'm not even gonna do that. We're gonna manifest power of the tongue. Pause. I'm gonna just, I'm gonna just say it out loud that you're gonna be fine. You're not gonna have any delays. But some, some, my flight going to Costa Rica and back both had delays, and they were both nonstop flights. So, well, there's yeah. that. Uh, y'all know how we're gonna do because we're gonna really get into let's the get into tea it. of the tea. Hello. You need a real. I do. We need some more wine. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. Where we starting at? <sighs> Go ahead. They hate me as a mic bitch. I see the comments. No, so they go don't. Ahead and, go ahead and lead us. Go ahead and lead us the rest of the episode. Let's let's let let's let you just intro everything since now there's not a third person. It's just you and I. So yeah, we're gonna go. We are enough. (laughs) We are enough. We are enough. Three's three's a crowd. You ain't heard? Yeah, but apparently we can't be a a one and a two. So therefore, I'm just gonna let you slide. What 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 topic we hitting first, baby? I mean, for I'm I want to hit the topic of the comments first of all. If y'all don't like us. I don't know why y'all keep leaving but comments. But guess what? Wait. Like, I laugh. I go through the comments and I'm like, wow, there's a lot of people that don't like us that watch the whole thing. But all, <laughs> but, but not only y'all that. Y'all really got time. Y'all got time. And I'm not mad at you. I'm not mad at you. Keep tuning in. Keep the stri- keep the views going. But I'm, not only that, it's not like I don't even want a mic, but... And I, I don't want it. Like, Bridget is a mic. Here's the thing, y'all. Like, see, the thing see, is... See, the thing is, production-wise, Bridget does not care for an outline. Me, I Mandy am needs OCD. An outline. I need, I need topics. I need links. I need evergreens <laughs> to each topic. I and we have a shared. And it drives notes, me crazy. But we can't also just come in here and be like, we can't always so, wing it. We can't wing so, it every time. How you feeling today? What's your mood? Uh, what did you see on the timeline? I know. Mind you, this last week I was in Raleigh. You were in Costa Rica. We've been busy, so. Bitch, an outline is needed, and blame me, okay? Just fucking blame me, Mandy, hate me, Mandy fuck thrives. you, okay? Mandy thrives on organization <laughs> and strategy, and I am here for it because I am the opposite. I thrive on chaos. Yeah, I can't. How do you do that? And um, how, how do you thrive in chaos? Because I, I, I can't stand the disappointment of of things not going my way when I try to control them. So I'd rather just not even try to control them and set myself up for disappointment. Does that make sense? It does. Like, I don't like, it I does. don't handle disappointment well. I just don't. I try, I'd rather not expect more out of myself than 
than I feel like I need to exert, especially with things that I can't control. So stuff like an outline is cool, but sometimes like we'll be we'll be in deep conversation and just it's just the nature of our conversation, just like we always are in life this morning, even in our con- you know what I mean? It's like we just we just go, we feed off each other, we talk, we just we're in conversation. So I trust that. I can trust that that we'll end up we'll land on a topic somewhere, some some way, somehow that will bring us back to where we need to be within the outline somehow. So, I mean, mm. I love Alex being in the in the other room because then he can just pu- help us with pulling up stuff on the screen. And the first thing that he brings up <laughs> <laughs> is uh, Erica Mena's Finsta account, apparently, that she then turned into her child's account <sighs> after having left allegedly you want me, you want, look see I know comments. you ain't even, you see you see what happens so Alex pulled up the topic that Bridget I didn't want to talk I didn't want to fucking talk about I don't want to talk about this shit because I have tremendous respect for Erica Mena and I don't know Sin but I I just don't to me I'd rather not get involved in in any of this kind of drama but but it is something the evergreen around this is something that we should talk about mm. which is creating fake accounts and trolling and I feel like that happens all the time. Like I think, I think there are people that troll us that don't like us that say that that will comment on our pages and things like oh, that. But y'all be blocking them pussy ass niggas. Oh, me too. I delete the comment and block. I'm I don't just think like, oh, you a little pussy asshole, and I'm finna block you because I don't need that negativity in my life. Um, oh, my page. The crazy thing about this though is that Erica's finsta that she used to troll and say very very malicious things to Sin, like pretty much saying that Sin wouldn't be known without her and. Uh, that she wasn't charting as long as she mentioned. And really, this was, I don't know, do the math, 26 weeks ago. Um, that's, but That's a long time ago. 26 weeks, half, six months ago. It's eight this year. Eight months ago. Four, it's this year. Four weeks in a month. Four, 26 divided by four is roughly eight. We in the eighth month. Damn right? Here. Or, or, yeah. or, or it was seven. Okay, so around Christmas, she decided to, instead of celebrating or three, the holidays or whatever, she... Um, yeah. I'm, no, by I'm, four I'm or six months four ago. Four months ago. Yeah, six it's months ago. Six months ago. Yeah, so in January, so this year, uh, she used her Finsta to really go back and forth with other accounts uh, to really talk down on Sin. And um, she also decided to turn this Finsta account into the account for her baby. So someone noticed that now all of these negative comments in Sin's comment section were now... Uh, Erica's new baby's account. So I didn't want to ask you because this is something that all of my friends have mm-hmm. experience with, but I have never in my life, bitch, going back to MySpace. All right, y'all, this episode is sponsored by Care Of. Now, Care Of is a health and wellness company that ships high quality, personalized vitamins, supplements, and powders conveniently to your door every month. Their daily vitamin packs are made with plant-based compostable film to help limit the impact on the environment without compromising on the quality and safety of their products, which we love. Care Of offers a curated set of products that are designed to work with research-backed ingredients and optimal doses. Now, me personally, I love the vitamin pack Chill Pill, okay, because planning a wedding is a lot on the body and on the mind. I'm trying not to be a bridezilla, so I love that it helps really relieve occasional stress and tension and also helps my muscle strength, endurance, and recovery after working out because you know, you know a girl's trying to fit into her bridal gown, okay? My favorite, though, is the elderberry. It's the Traveler's Insurance. It has powerful antioxidant properties that help promote healthy immune function, which I definitely need with all the traveling that I do, okay? Jet setting. And with the cute and personalized packaging, love it, I've definitely noticed a difference and an increase in my intentionality around taking the vitamins. So... 
Make sure that you get your vitamins and supplements for your health goals and diet made from the best ingredients and shipped to you each month. For 50% off your first month subscription with Care Of, go to TakeCareOf.com and enter code STTI50. That's TakeCareOf.com and enter code STTI50. All right, see, the thing is, listeners, I am here to tell you that there is no reason to panic the next time you're searching for the perfect gift. Now you can use gift mode on Etsy. Come on, gift mode. Let's give a sport mode. (laughs) Gift mode on Etsy is here to take the stress out of gifting so you can find the perfect item for anyone and any occasion. Now, it's easy to find gifts made by independent sellers for all the people in your life, like the pickleballer, the jazz fan, <laughs> the reggae fan, the artist, or the pasta lover. From 90s nostalgia and mixology to reality TV and gaming, there's something for everyone on Etsy. So why I love Etsy, right? I had I ordered all my bridesmaids boxes on oh, Etsy. All of hello. The, all the stuff I had to put inside was on Etsy. I ordered some thank you cards and gifts for things after the holidays on Etsy. We went on tour and got some outfits yeah, on Etsy. absolutely. Etsy got everything. They really do. Need to find the perfect gift? Don't panic. Try gift mode on Etsy now. Going back to motherfucking Mi Gente, going back to motherfucking Tags, <laughs> going back to Black Planet, going back to Twitter, Instagram. Mm-hmm. I've never created a fake page. And right now I literally run four different accounts. Uh, oh, yeah. So why do you, what's the fake, what's the Fensta for? Because all, so real quick, well, all so of the I celebrities have, that I know with Fensta's, yeah. A, use it to holla at people. Or B, use it to randomly, because I think they all want to be porn stars. They post, like, <laughs> really, like, all their graphic, like, host shit in the comments or on the page, but without their face. Oh, nah. See, I have a, I have a Finsta, but it's it has been in the past utilized to um, assist in spying on <laughs> or <laughs> clocking different different guys that my friend might be interested in or want to know who's on, like, who's on the page and who's doing, who's leaving comments. Or, like... One of my friends had a situation where there was a there was a girl that was talking to her now her husband um, that was like talking to him and she was like I need I I need to see what's going on in her story and nobody wants to download all these apps onto our phone because it just looks us looks it looks more sus it's easier to hide a finsta and so you know just like my friends have had finsta's for me if I'm like hey I need you to check on <laughs> who is this girl I don't want to be on her page because I feel like I don't I don't want I don't want to I don't want to pop up in anybody's feed. I don't want to accidentally like a picture, like just go see whatever, whatever, whatever. Like sometimes I've, I've done that before, but my Finsta, the one that I have is personally for my friends. So that if they ask me to go look on, look for something, I'll go look for something. You a real friend. Yeah. I ain't gonna hold you. I'd be too busy for that shit. I'd be like, bitch, I'm finna just follow. What you want? I'm gonna like her pictures and become a friend and get all the information. <laughs> I don't, I don't feel like I have to I mean, like hide behind a little fake page. Like I haven't, I, I forget that it's there sometimes cause I don't, I don't. I don't personally have anybody to check on or check for anymore, but I think mm. I think there there was a point in time where, you know, younger younger like late twenty late twenties, which you know is a, a, a generation away as far as I'm concerned for me now. Like I I look back and I'm like those are moments where it was like, well, I want to see who else is I want to see who else is liking pictures. I want to see who else. Oh, those days are long gone. Thank God. I'm so glad. Like I said, thank God. Ladies, just get you man. somebody without an Instagram. Get and... you somebody. Well, get you somebody that's just not <laughs> fucking pressed about Instagram. Like that's the yeah. shit that's more important. Don't get with nobody that's pressed about Instagram because I don't get pressed about Instagram. I just I can't. If we if we press if if, if Instagram if Instagram is a problem, then there's a, a, a deeper rooted issue that we're not addressing. So 
yeah, I just, I don't, I don't have the time. But that's what offense is for. But I mean, words of the wise now, like even when we block accounts, right? It says block accounts from this person and any other account they Bro, created. Bro, when I tell you, I love that new feature because it's, it's like, it, it like takes their IP address. Yes. So real quick, for those of y'all who don't know, we putting you up on some technology because we over here and being technical and shit or whatever. <laughs> so, but no. So I just recently blocked someone that I knew was stalking my page uh-huh. because it came back that they was stalking my page. And... So it didn't come back. She it, had Harriet the spy. Yeah, with that part. With that part. <laughs> she had one of her many detective so friends I go come through you, in the clutch on. with their Finsta hold on, and no, find out what the fuck the Not tea even was. Finsta shit. Let me tell you. So I know for the fellas listening and the ladies about to get mad because listen. We about to give away. We about to give secrets. away a little secret. Okay. So let me tell y'all, right? So I'm hanging with my homegirl and I'm just, you know, I'm talking to her about just some shit going on and I want to know who somebody is who I do not know who they are. And she's like, oh, well, I can tell you how to find them. And literally with the least amount of information, I found the phone number, the home address, (laughs) the Twitter page, the Instagram page where they worked, their family members. Uh. And she's like, and if you want to know more, it's only $15 a month, but you can sign into my account. And there's literally... Literally, either with just a phone number or an address, or actually, more more than that, the name. You can literally find the family tree of somebody oh and God. who they're associated with, literally just by the name. And bitch, I was like, oh my God, what the fuck? Found everything. Found everything to where, when they fucking, their jobs, yeah. where they worked, yeah. the address, the yeah. phone numbers that were all ever attached to their name, their sisters, their brothers, their mom, their dad. I was like, these bitches. So when y'all say that we are the FBI. We are. Women have the capability to do some shit. Oh, yeah. Listen, I have a friend. I have a a homegirl that literally went through like a trial of different tracking devices. (laughs) (laughs) What? What do you mean a trial of tracking devices? So she Wait, you're lying. You're lying. No, I should you not. Where did she buy these from? I don't, I don't even Amazon, know. Amazon, bitch. I don't even know. <laughs> but she found, like, she bought a bunch and, <laughs> like, wanted to test them out to see, like, how far away they would have to be. Because she didn't trust her, she didn't trust her dude. Which is whack, right? To me, it's like, that's way too much work, bitch. If I got to do all of that, we don't need to be together. If that's how I, you making me feel like I can't trust your whereabouts... No, I, we don't. We don't even. No, we don't even. Can I also it. tell you the conversation though? And I think we've had it here before, but I just be too tired. I don't have the patience for that kind of stuff. I have shit. a lot of friends that are in this in this situation. Actually, and I, no, I'm lying. I was talking to my homeboy about this because he a hoe ass nigga, but he's expecting. He's like, well, damn. I guess I gotta marry her now. Oh and, no! But he's also like, I can't be monogamous. But the question she asks me. I know she wants me to be monogamous, but I can't do it. And so we're having this this conversation and I'm like, you know what this sounds like? This sounds like the man that gets with the stripper mm-hmm. that wants to then take her out the strip club. Yep. I said, as women, the problem is we do cuff and align ourselves and get with these hoe ass niggas and then expect them out of the blue to be faithful to us. Mm. And so I'm Mm-mm-mm. like, that's a conversation that needs to be had between you and her because when we decide to be committed to someone, exclusive or not. When we decide to get into a relationship with someone, the conversation regarding the uh, boundaries of the relationship do need to be put out in the front. And if you're telling me as your homegirl 
that listen, I now feel like I'm gonna need to trick and 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 pay off some bitches so that it doesn't get back to her. If you can't be monogamous, don't get into an agreed upon monogamous relationship that you know you're gonna be unfaithful in. More importantly than that, right? Be honest with yourself. And I feel like that's the hard part, right? Like that's something that I, I, I in all the shows that I've been watching lately and things that I've been reading, a lot of the emphasis has been on on discussing the fact that men are not encouraged to be honest and own up to who they are and or if and the reason that they're not is because whatever their truth is is not is not generally accepted by women. And so that's that's problematic in itself, right? Like we demonize men for saying what they want to say. And I know a lot of women are going to be in the comments like, y'all always do that. But I'm being honest about this. I really gen- genuinely feel, especially being in a, in, a, in a relationship now, understand and can sympathize with men that have been conditioned to not tell their truths throughout throughout their relationships because they don't want to hurt the other person. They're compromising their own needs because they don't want to ruffle any feathers and they don't want to make women uncomfortable or make women feel inadequate. When in actuality, it doesn't, it doesn't mean it's not a reflection of the woman at all. It's just a man really being open and truthful about who he is and what his needs are. Some men cannot be monogamous. Some men really want to be with multiple mm. women. And that's a truth that whoever, whoever that man is, if that's your needs, you have to own that. And, and for no other reason other than the fact that you will live a much more peaceful, happy life. Period. Period. Don't even make it about the women because women women require and desire honesty, yes. But at the same time, most most of the time, we care more about the delivery than we do about what the actual truth is. We care we care more about you saying, "Listen, this is this is who I am and this is something that I that I don't want to change about who I am because these are what my needs are and it's got mm. nothing to do with you. It's not a reflection of you. You're amazing, but this is this is these are what my needs are." Women women do it pretty frequently actually. Or and women women tell men all the time, well, this is who I am. I'm not. And men and men who want to be with women will just suck it up and be like, all right, cool. Even if it's not what they want or what they need. Right. And so I think, you know, genuinely we have to get to a place as people. This is for men and for women to hold each other accountable to really encourage people to be honest. Like I was in Costa Rica for all, all of last week and. I was like, you know, on adventures. I told y'all, wild thornberries, <laughs> ziplining, went Sorry, on like, man. went on like a six mile hike to a waterfall in the jungle. Did this really cool hike to the top of a cliff one day. Like, went on a boat. Was on a deserted island. My phone did not work, so I was not talking to, or checking in with my man for easily six to seven hours. Right, but as soon as I got back to the crib, I'm like, hey, babe, I'm alive. I made it. I didn't get eaten by anything. I'm cool. Like everything is all good. What's going on? How's your day? And I'm mad talkative and wanting to catch up. And he's not that pressed to talk to me. So I got an attitude because I'm like, well, what the fuck is going on here? Like, bro, I'm rushing back mm. to the crib to get to you, taking a two-hour boat ride and then sitting in a car for two hours to get back to the house to get Wi-Fi for, to be with you. And you're not even, you don't even care. And he's like, well, you know, I said, and I know you want to have some time with your friends, but you could just say that. Well, if you knew that, then why do I have to say? I, 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 don't, don't take my... Don't take my intuition and my and my 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 social awareness and my right. consideration as a person for granted and just assuming that I'm just going to know that because I'm going to assume that. But if I go six more hours where you don't communicate with me and you don't you're not that pressed, I'm assume something happened to you. I'm assume you, you know, you got into a car accident. You left your phone. You know, you, that's where my mind. That's goes. always where my mind goes. If you don't respond to my motherfucking text message within a certain amount of time. At that point, if you ain't dead, now I'm going to be mad when I do hear from you. <laughs> like, which is, it's either which dead, sucks. locked up. It, it, and I hate that my mind goes there, too. But it's like, it, especially men don't understand when you 
create um, a routine. Right. Or when, when women pick up real quickly on how you move, yeah. how you respond, what your day is like. And so as soon as you shift out of what your routine is, it's it's alarming immediately. And yeah. our antennas go up to worry. Our antennas go up to be like, oh, is that nigga with someone else? And is he mad at me? Like, that's that's where my brain goes. Mm. I, I go through every other scenario before getting to, like, the last thing I'm going to think of is, oh, he's with someone else. I just don't... My man don't like nobody. So <laughs> like he's not a he's not in the streets. He's not outside like that with everybody. So and if he is, then I know everybody he's he's with for the most part. Right. So in my mind, I'm not I never my mind never goes there. My mind goes to something happened or you're pissed off at me and you just don't want to talk about it right now because you know I'm on vacation. You know what I'm saying? That's right. where my brain goes. Like you just want to avoid me and not really address what's going on here because I'm I'm across the world and can't really can't really fix anything from here. So you know, in all those moments, I, I I think in our conversation, then he was like, "Yo, I really just wanted some time. Like, I really just needed a beat to be with my be with my be with my boys and just chill, kick it, whatever." And I didn't want I didn't want you to be triggered and feel like it was that I didn't want to talk to you. And I'm like, "Yo, at the end of the day, if you tell me I'm the one thing that I always say, right, or always ask rather, when something goes wrong, it's like, "Yo, just tell me what you need. Like, identify what you need and then tell me what you need, and I can and then I can tell you where I can meet you." Cause sometimes I can provide it, and maybe sometimes I can't. Mm. Maybe I'm, maybe I'll be in my feelings too much to where I can't provide what you need right now. But I'll let you know that too, and be able to say like, nah, you know what? I'm just, I'm triggered. I'm in my feelings about this. I just need to sit with it. I just need a minute. I'm gonna get off the phone. I'm gonna talk to you later. And now, he's, and we do that with each other. But I think, I think we have to start as women, really creating more of a space for men to feel safe enough with us to trust us with whatever the truth is without being worried that we're going to trip and we're going to mm. fucking flip out and we're going to and I'm still working on that too because I'm a very reactionary person I, mean, I, I just had this conversation too I, I really don't think that we're in a space to where men give us enough um what's the what's the benefit of the doubt yeah. I guess yeah where we can handle the truth right um also I think that there's just literally these blurred lines uh among communication, among what men owe us in a relationship, mm-hmm. what we owe them. Mm-hmm. Uh, the game was trending uh, not only on Twitter, but he made a post to his Instagram story. And he said, only women, children, and dogs are loved unconditionally. A man is only loved under the condition that he provides something. Mm. I mean, I don't agree with that, but I mean... I I, 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 I think that that realistically is the problem even in dating now. Um, I think I the, think the, the, well, I think the only unconditional love that comes to a woman is from a child. So, and even then, I still think it's conditional. Yeah, but I was gonna say this is the problem I think with dating now is that men literally feel as though the only way for them to show up is money. But it's also the hang up in where they feel as though now I don't know who really loves me because they're only here for the money. But yet. They're almost in their mind. They're trained again. Let's blame fucking patriarchy. But they're 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 conditioned to actually think that they can only show up financially, and that's all that we need as women. And so, if you're showing up with bills paid, gifts, trips, and all these things financially, a lot of times you feel like you don't have to show up in all the other ways, the emotional way, right. the physical way, right. being there, the other uh, fucking four. What is it? Uh, uh, signs of uh, what's love the love languages. language? Yeah. The love languages. They literally feel as though as long as I provide and show up monetary with maybe the gifts 
And being there in that capacity, mm-hmm. I don't have to show up any of the other ways. And that's false. As a woman, we do need a lot more than just a roof over our head, especially considering a lot of women now make their own fucking money. We put our own roofs over our heads now. We don't need you to necessarily show up and buy us bags or pay our bills anymore in the way that they needed prior to the 70s and shit prior to the 80s. Yeah, but you know what sucks is the fact that a lot of these women who can pay all their bills and all those things, they're not asking for all the other stuff as loudly as they're asking for the money. What do you mean? So like the women that are that are that are asking for the Birkins and the trips and all of that shit, even though they can do it themselves, the women that are asking for that, they're not as loudly asking for the affection and as loudly saying, mm. hey, I'm an emotionally needy person. This is what I need. I need you to meet me here as well. You could do all this other shit, but I need this first. Most women are not saying that. Most women are leading with, well, if you can do the money part, mm. then you can then you can provide, then you can work on the other shit. If you could pay bills, you don't have to pay my bills. But as long as we start where you can, as long as you start there, then at least I know that'll 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 qualify you to then give me the other things. Oh yeah, that's a problem. And women set that stage for that to be the case, and that's why men then end up confused about the role that they're expected to play because. Okay, well, you don't want me to. You don't. You don't want me to provide because you got your own. Heard you. I'm gonna still do it anyway because that's just what men do. But it's not gonna be as appreciated as something else that I'm not even trained to do. As something else, I'm not even fluent in doing. So mm. now you. Now you've got. Now you've got unreasonable. Now we get. That's when we get accused then of having unreasonable expectations because we're asking men to perform in a way that they've never been asked to perform and we're expecting them to do it well when the one thing that we have that we have expected them to do this whole time, they may be able to do, you know, excellently and that be the only thing. And I think for some women, like I think about even, even all of like the Saweeties and the city girls and all that shit, they're talking about only being with men to make a certain amount of money that provide, 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 provide. None of these women are talking about being in love. So until we get to a place as women, especially as artists, because these women are very influential mm. and they and they work really hard and they do have their own. So they don't really need a man for any of the shit that they ask him for. But none, none of most of most of women outside outside of, you know, in the entertainment industry are not they're not asking for for love. They're not even looking for love. I can't even think of a song or a lyric that has love in it. Everybody's talking about money for men and for women. Men don't want no broke bitches either. So now you only want to deal with women with money. But now the women with money who have focused on being on being the providers in their own households are emotionally a little bit stunted. Now, now we have attachment issues because now our focus has been on how do we provide for ourselves because the men ain't going to do it. So I'm not even going to be worried about the emotions. I'm going to just immerse myself in work. Well, it's, it's crazy that you even bring that part up because uh, Nivea sat down with Candy. Yep. And I think that that's Good segue. Look, you see you know, my girl. See, this, is why, this is why she needs the outline. <laughs> this is why she needs I mean, the outline. Okay, <laughs> my bitch got bullet points. Bro, I, I get do, my girl fucked I up. Do. It goes one right into the other, and literally, as you're speaking, that um, if y'all don't know, uh, Nivea recently sat down with Candy, and yep. can I get Candy's? Um, what is the name of Candy's segment that she does? It's on her YouTube channel. Yeah, it's on um, Candy Online. Hold on. It's, I it's, think I had it too. Uh, hold on. Scroll up. Oh, On That Note. On That Note. So Candy's, Candy Burris' new show, On That Note, uh, she sat down with Nivea, and Nivea spoke about this exact thing. Uh, amongst so many other things, the, the, the trauma and abuse that she has uh, endured as Man. an adolescent and teenager in the industry is heartbreaking. But... She actually revealed that she stopped her career yep. of doing music yep. um, because 
Lil Wayne, y'all know Lil Wayne, persuaded her to move to New Orleans with her and and just let him take care of her. Right. In doing so, she said that he moved her into an apartment claiming that, oh, I've never lived in an apartment. I want to see what that's like. Only because he actually moved Toya Mm -hmm. (laughs) into his home. And during her finding out about Toya, uh, she was like, I can't do this. Asked to move back to Atlanta. Moved back to Atlanta with nothing and moved in with her sister. And Wayne did help her. She claims with like seven months of rent. Mm -hmm. Um, But she had to crawl back to her label and say, hey, okay, I guess I will make music for y'all since I still have this deal that I have to, uh, you know, perform in. And it's crazy because in my 20s, me and all of my friends had tricks to some degree. And I remember one of my roommates at the time had a man who came in and was like, oh my God, y'all are living in the Bronx. Let me move you to the city. You deserve to move better. Our rent in the Bronx at the time was like Mm $1,600. We split that. Amazing. This man asked to move her into a a beautiful, was like, I got this building. He was like a developer, Mm -hmm. had a building, but it was like $3,000 a month. And she was just like, listen, I can't trust that you're just going to move me in and I'm going to be secure. And $3,000 a month is not something realistically I can afford on my own. Mm -hmm. And we had a lot of conversations where men would offer for cars, apartments, all of these things. And at the drop of the dime, if you don't want to deal with me, I'm now left with something that realistically I may not be able to maintain. And I think that hearing her say that she even gave up her whole career there's so many women that do this in order to be a wife or stay at home mom or when they meet a man that makes a certain amount of money they just promise the world and say hey now you don't have to worry about anything however this is also where when we reach the divorce Mm -hmm. and niggas are like nah you ain't help him make this money it's just like bro there's a lot of situations where men of power and men with money literally want to be able to have their wives when and where they want them, when and where they want them, period. And so the conversation now leading to, and I want to speak to even the women listening who are entrepreneurs, who are looking to create their own, to really think about what they would be giving up in the long term regarding their careers, regarding their businesses, regarding the even their their jobs. Jobs and careers, yes, there's a difference. But the idea of giving up on the trajectory of your own life to literally sit back and let someone live theirs Mm -hmm. is, is heartbreaking. And uh, if you guys haven't been able to listen to it, it's a real trigger warning. Candy did not give a trigger warning. Yeah. There is rape. There is molestation. There is pedophilia. (sighs) There is a lot of things that Nivea speaks on that definitely deserved a trigger warning, but also anyone looking to get into the industry, um, you hear both of them kind of, go into, uh, you know, what they experienced early on in their careers. I think the the really, the, be- the, the beautiful and encouraging thing about this this sharing that Nivea did was also that it's it's coming sort of on the back end of us watching, 
And I only got through four episodes because, girl, I couldn't. It was, it was so painful to watch. Um, watching the encore on BET. Bitch, is good, though. And Nivea, so Nivea is really, Nivea is comedy on the She's show. She's the auntie, too. Like, you're watching, like, you're literally, she is. She's one of us. And I watched she her and is. I was just like, yo, she got mad jokes. She's like, yo, what, what are y'all beefing about? This shit is crazy. And the whole time, I mean, you get you get to see Nivea's personality in a way that we have never gotten never. a chance to experience. And I think that that... Having that context too, leading into this interview, mm. I think makes it that much more impactful, especially to to young women that you know get in the industry. I think I think I have to applaud. Um, I want to applaud Nivea for being upfront and 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 forthcoming about her truth in a way that we've never gotten a chance to to see before. And also, I think the timing of it because we're we we have had another opportunity to get to know her and validate her in a different way now getting to hear her story makes her that much more Im- impactful and important to young women in the industry but also gives us a chance to look at the young women in the industry and see how we've gone from from one end of the spectrum to another right we we can go back even as far as talking about Aaliyah right and talking mm-hmm. about how you know being young and in the industry and being attached to men or even any young woman that's been attached to I mean Mariah Carey married Tommy Mottola when she was like what 22 23 like all of these young women that have had you know really budding careers and gotten gotten not necessarily sidelined but a little distracted by whatever romantic relationships they've had um, we've gone from that generation to now this uh, this new generation mm. of women who have prioritized their money, 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 yep. money, 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 and then still been able to have it all. You know what I mean? Looking at a woman like a Kaylani who had a baby and was like, no, I want to be a mother and an artist and I'm going to do it and I'm going to get what I want. And that's it. I love it. And she's done it so independently. And Cardi B, you know what I mean? Getting getting pregnant at the height of her career and saying, I can and still, still do performing both. and still doing both. I can both. still I do both. It. And I think I think we've come a really long way as, as, as black women, as, as women in the industry and I think it's beautiful to see the growth and see the evolution of the women that continue to support each other and ride for one another you know me I'm a kumbaya ass bitch kumbaya and and I love Nivea man I want to see her I want to see her do more I want to see her more in the space I love I I love her in the reality TV space but I want to see I would love to see her more you know conversational in this way too because she's funny as shit and she's smart and for those of y'all watching on YouTube y'all can't hear it but I have probably one of Nivea's best records and while it may not have been a single it was on everybody myspace page uh so can i just let complicated yeah. ride you you know complicated right this is like on. one of it was on everybody's myspace it was on everyone's myspace page um we know her from laundromat and i honestly too did not even realize she was on fucking danger yeah this was literally on everyone's MySpace page and now I'm thinking about and also I think the the important thing (gasps) to to realize too is that she was very her and Wayne were very young Young. when all this was happening so you can't even really be mad I mean I don't want to say we can't really be mad at Wayne but you can't because when you're 18 and 19 we all make stupid ass choices I'd be ready to be mad mad at all these niggas because they be motherfucking fucking with us and really affecting us for the long haul and it you know it's just upsetting me and my homegirls because we should have been at Bella Noche if we can go to Bella Noche where can we go um <laughs> no i think i think um i don't know this 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 says a lot and like i said if y'all have not been able to watch uh this you know interview mm-hmm. i think also candy we know her from not only her music we know her from y'all know i love real housewives bro she's her, also on the shy but but also oh she's, she's an actress yeah bro her motherfucking interview style she literally makes sure once someone, once Nivea said something, 
she made sure to go back each time. No, elaborate on this. Well, you said this. And as I'm listening to it, bitch, I was clapping for Candy. I was like, yeah. come on, girl. Because yeah. I know, okay, back to the comments. I know y'all say we cut people off and shit. Interviewing somebody and letting them A, speak, but also listening in a way to make sure you elaborate without making them cut off, but yeah. also letting them finish yeah. their finish their thought is an art in itself. Mm -hmm. It's not the easiest thing, especially if you're on a podcast or in an interview session or in something that you know you are timed for. Correct. When someone gets to talking, again, you don't know if A, someone's going to come in and sit on the couch and fucking have stories for days or if you're going to have to pull something out of them. You don't know until they actually sit down. And the way in which she conducted this interview was amazing. Um, I know y'all, again, comments, y'all talk about us not letting people finish shit. But well, we, we have conversations here. It's not really we an do. interview. We do. But this was an, a, and if, a beautifully and you, executed And if you want to listen to some interviews, then I, I thoroughly and highly recommend that you subscribe to our Patreon. Because on Ooh, our Patreon, we have a, we we do conduct interviews, but we we conduct conversational interviews. So it's not so. What inspired you to make? Don't do that. It's, <laughs> it's, it's only because you made me actually also stop. Yes. Saying, so what inspired you to make this but it's, project? But it's also on our Patreon. We really we like to dive. We like to deep dive into the psyche of the artists, the entrepreneurs, the creatives that we get to, to get to talk to and talk with, um, and in and allowing them to share their journeys, their their wisdom, their experiences. So I would really highly recommend that you all join the See The Thing Is Patreon because that's where really we we dig and we we give all the time and the attention to the guests that we have on. Not that we don't on the regular feed, but we just were able to... Um, it, we're able to make 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 our guests feel more comfortable and personal, and in, mm -hmm. in the way that the way just the way that we were able to speak with each other, right? Yeah. And so, you know, I would subscribe. I would recommend you subscribe. We have three different tiers: five dollar, ten dollar, fifteen dollar. You should definitely get involved. That, the, the the link for that is yes. not only in this description, but our next segment mm -hmm. is what you guys will be getting this week on our Patreon, yes. and it's our sing. Look, I'm like <laughs> freshly squeezed, yeah. Yeah, baby. Okay, so <laughs> this week on Patreon, we do have Devon Terrell. You just got to point to me when you need uh, to Yeah, say. I'm like, just give me a point. and action. There we go. Um, <laughs> Even though I said cut and you said I can't say cut during action. You cannot say I don't cut know. when I, you're not the director. Okay, my bad. I, I, I wear all the shoes. So <laughs> If this, you didn't see the behind the scenes on Patreon, you're missing out. Yeah, you might so as well go just subscribe we do, right now for that and that alone. We did <laughs> uh, We did do the be, uh, behind the scenes. Shout out to Carl and all the team who helped us make our uh, Bat Boy spoof. But, uh, yeah, this week we actually are joined by Devon Terrell. You can get all of our Freshly Squeezed yes. Patreon content at the $10 and up tier. Um, and that was probably one of my favorite conversations. It was so great. It was so, so great. He's so talented and so funny and so smart and communicates so well. I love it. So yes. I ain't going to hold you. Y'all, I was in Raleigh this week. Yeah. I was getting my box drop done. So the new music... Um, I'm there, but I'm not. I have been listening to the Pop Smoke album. So okay. my Freshly Squeeze is okay. coming from the Pop Smoke album. And it's also unfortunate because it just reminds me of one of my favorite songs as well. But I'll get into that. Before I get into that, one of the songs that made headlines that I know a lot of y'all thought we were going to come in here and be like, oh my God, it was so amazing. Oh my God, I can't. Fucking listen. Normani, you're beautiful. Cardi, you're beautiful. That that's all I have for the new song. That I don't have this week any because the visuals are beautiful. She, I don't even care about the song. I don't care about the song. It is called Wild. Do you know, what, do you know what upsets I'll me? It. I'll play it. I think you should play it because I do want to discuss I do hate it. the fact that Normani is on all of these bitches' necks. 
Every single one, okay? Normani is a mood, a vibe, a vision board to behold. And we have not given her her flowers adequately. Well, because she can't make a hit. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But not only is this video beautiful, she dances well. Girl, become Beyonce's backup. I don't know. No. I'm sorry. What other way to... I'm sorry. Maybe join another no, group. No, we just... I don't know. We, we, gotta, we just got to give her a different... We got to give her different records. But the other thing I think is Who's too... Who's picking... Like, like how, let me ask you, as an artist, how do you pick records that you know will resonate with A, who you are? And do you... Did you think... You know what it is that I, what I think there's a disconnect? We don't know her at all. I think I think we haven't gotten a chance to see like I don't know what her talking voice sounds like. I would love to know how her brain works because visually she's stunning. Visually she's unmatched right now. There's no other artist giving you visuals like this except for Doja Cat. Mm. There's no other artist on this level of visuals other than Doja Come Cat. Come on, but also this is one video. She hasn't dropped a video in a, a year and a half. Doja right. is releasing damn near videos monthly right. at this point. I will also say. I put Normani in the category. I'm just saying kill, nobody's kill dancing like to. this. Nobody That's looks like, like actually, this. Nobody's actually, doing this. Yep, you know who's dancing like this? Who also is trying to give the same sex to Phil? Who? And who still isn't getting really hits? Who? Tanache. No. Tanache is Tanache Tanache can not, dance. She's not killing it like this. Cannot, not visually. Not visually. She's not. She can dance. She's not giving us visuals like this. Tanache is not giving us these visuals. This to me is the first time I've seen Normani with visuals. And I ain't gonna hold you. I feel like this is super Cardi B's team. Like when I saw even the visuals of the 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 weave over the boobs and super long, I was like, oh, yeah, I feel well, like Colin, Cardi's, Colin, I, I, Colin I Carter. Like, shout I out to like, Colin. I feel like Cardi's team was involved in the looks of this. Which is otherwise, which is, otherwise, Normani which has is, not which, given us this. Which is totally fine. But at the end of the day, a star is a star. You know who Normani you gave us before this? Candace from Real Housewives of Potomac. Oh, hanging no. with her friends, dancing on the block. Oh, no. Nah. Like, she gave us dancing on the block before this. This is Normani's first video visual no. that looks like this, bro. Can we bring up Norm... Um, bro, Norm- bring up Normani's last video, bro. Bring up Normani's everything because motiv- the motivation song she did had a cute video with some good choreo. She was paying homage, actually, to, to a year Beyonce. Ago. Oh, yeah. We it get a video I don't care about a year. The, I don't care about the timing. That's fine. We didn't... We don't need much more than that. If it's fire, this was a fire-ass video for motivation. I thought this was great. The, th- the problem that I have is, right, we set the bar so fucking high for black girls and expect them to be to be Beyonce. They all got to sing. They all got to dance. They all got to be light-skinned. They all got to fucking... Listen, we, we have given more credence and credibility to girls that, are, that do not look like Normani for enough time. And that's not to take away from Beyonce. Beyonce is one of the best to ever do it. Full stop. But let me be honest with you. Normani has not gotten the credit she deserves. She hasn't. She hasn't. She's incredibly... She's dancing, on the block. She's dancing like crazy, right? Motivation was actually a good record. But I feel this way about Victoria Monet too. She's another one that's incredibly talented that has not gotten the time and the space on the stage that she needs. We all running around watching Camila Cabello. We watching, we giving it to Billie Eilish. We doing all of this, but we not giving to it to Normani. Right. To do a Lipa too. Where are those type of records for Normani? You know what I'm saying? But I also think... But that, I would you blame I the would, label and AR for that, correct? I do. I don't blame her. But I also, I would also, as Normani, I would love to know more about her, right? The beautiful thing about Chloe and Hallie, right? Which is which is what we've gotten a chance to see over the last year. Yep. We've gotten to see more about who Chloe Bailey is. She goes on live, she's singing covers that inspire yep. her. She's giving you more of her personality. 
that to me makes an artist now makes an artist so much more relatable Normani is so many girls that we know that 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 danced since they were young that were interested in working hard and trying to still maintain somewhat of a clean cut image I think I think Normani is 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 the is is a beautiful example of how we should be wanting a lot of artists to come up and, and present themselves. I mean, I would say up until this last video, clearly it was it was there was definitely a push. This for, video is fucking lit. Is Motivation still, is fire. I know I it's mean, a it's year still, ago, it, but it's fire. It's also still. I mean, I wouldn't say clean cut because this is still selling sex, and I think that's the problem too. A when lot I of, say when I say clean cut, I mean. It's selling choreo. It's not necessarily selling sex. This new video selling sex. It's selling sex. Yes, but that's this video saying, wasn't. This video what, was giving you choreo. She has an airbrushed t-shirt around her waist. But like that's it's what not, I'm saying too. I feel like the problem is these aren't the idols anymore. So like the, the who people are looking up to now is the fucking Jadas and the Aries and the baby mamas of these artists. Like even the fact, and I know this is a, a something that we don't care about, but the fact that Danny Lay was on a trajectory to really get somewhere, and now she's just about to be known as somebody baby mama, well, an I artist don't... baby mama. And so, unfortunately, like you didn't let but, let this lead. But I, but I think, but I think what what will work in Danny Lay's favor, as much as we don't care that she's pregnant and choosing to have a baby, that's totally her her right. I think what what worked for Danny though is we did get to see a glimpse of her personality early enough that pe- mm. there's enough people that are still rooting for her. Right. They still want to see her win regardless of whatever circumstance, situation, whatever whatever stupid ass shit she might have said. She still has shown a side of her personality that's likable, that's fun, that's energetic, and that ultimately loves to perform. And she's a star. She is yeah. undeniably. So that's why I say I think if we get to know Normani a little bit better as a person, we get to see more of who she is outside of just the performative aspects. I think that that would that would really increase people's acknowledgement of her as an artist. I think it sucks that she's so talented and so beautiful and not getting the proper fl- because that to be honest with you, there's no amount of styling. And I can say this having been an artist, right? There's no amount of money and styling that you can put on an artist that's if they're if they can't sell it. And to me, being able to put Normani, even if Colin Carter did that whole video and Cardi's team, first of all, shout out to Colin Carter for being a genius, visual genius. genius. Um, but I don't care if everybody on Cardi's team styled and did that whole video for Normani and Normani had no creative input. It takes a lot to even be able to carry that. Right. That's hard. Do you know what I'm saying? That's very fucking hard. If that's not who you are, you can't sell that. So to me, it doesn't matter what styling is. Normani is a star. She's incredible at this. And I think I think we just, number one, need to see better records. And number two, I think I would lo- I would just love to hear her talk. I would love to hear what, what, what she likes, what she doesn't like, what movies she's watching, what shows she's into, what she does in her downtime. Like, give me something that's her because she's got all the star qualities that are aspirational, right? But the difference between our generation and the artists that we looked at, they weren't, they were, they were not, they were not aspirational. They were inspirational. We were inspired by them, but we didn't really want to be them. Right. We didn't want to be them. Nobody I, wanted to grow up and be Michael Jackson. Nobody wanted that. <laughs> and I'm not, it's not to, it's, it's not a shame. But you do have a lot of girls that want to be the Cardi B's going from the strip club. But and what I, what Bronx I think to the difference, right. she's at now. But right? that's because we know who she is. Right. So we're aspiring to do that because it's relatable. Mm. Normani is, Normani is perfect. Right. And yeah. she, and she is in that visually perfect. And, and from what we see, there's, there is, it's very hard to relate to just this if I'm just seeing this. Because if I'm a, if I'm a young girl, 
I'm 35 and I can't relate to this because I, I can't dance at all. Like you know that. what I'm saying? So I don't I need to find some other way to relate to her because the star power that she presents is not the part that's relatable. Mm. Right. The part that we loved about Beyonce early on, regardless of how talented that she was, was the fact that she could still get up in an interview and tell you she ate a bucket of Popeye's chicken before she got here. Right. That's her favorite shit. That's why we loved Beyonce early on. The day one fans remember watching those interviews and being like, yeah. And like, she was so Southern. She and was Southern. Homegrown. She was homegrown. She was still one of us and still felt like, damn, like we really, I, I rock with you. She's like, I can't, I hate that. I, I This is my favorite food, but I'm going to go do an hour on the Stairmaster after this because I already know what, type, what, what my body type hitting for. <laughs> I know if I don't work out and eat this, it's going to stick to me. Like, she was a relatable girl, right? That's what we love about Meg. We watch Meg the Stallion. It's like, mm. people can argue all day about, well, Meg, Meg doesn't have hit records, da, da, da. It doesn't even matter. You know how many girls there are like Meg, built like Meg, who are smart yep. and, and educated like Meg, Went, who've lost a parent, college, been through yep. some shit, and who still come out on top? That's what we're looking for, and we haven't seen that from Normani yet. I so agree. the reason we haven't been able to give her her flowers is not because she's not deserving talent-wise, but we don't know her. I don't know nothing about her as a woman other than the fact that she's beautiful, she's talented, and she came from a group. A group that was always really fire. Every single girl and the group where she's, was fire. And I was about to say, the group where she was the only black girl. The only black girl. So... And she's fucking killing it. Yeah, she is. Look at this outfit. Oh, no. She it's has, not an outfit. She has Swarovski. It's, it's Casey's. <laughs> she has Swarovski crystals on her titties and on her box. Let me tell you something. I cannot think of five, I cannot think of five women that could do this as confidently, pull this off, Facts. that are not strippers. I know that's right. Because strippers are the most confident bitches. They really I'll are. Tell you that. I'll tell you that. So, I, listen. I'm giving Normani all the flowers for this visual. I want to hear for the better. visual. I want to hear better and more personal records from her because I want to know more about her. The reason we love Demi Lovato is because Demi Lovato is up there like, yeah, I'm a drug addict. I've been through some shit. What's up? We love Britney Spears because Britney Spears been through some shit. Right. Like... Part of what we love about Rihanna, as much of a, as as is a star that she, she is, been through she's been through some shit. shit. We know yep. we we have we have an idea of knowing who she is. She's our bestie in our heads. Like yep. we need that. So I don't. Yep. Whoever's on Normani's team, if y'all paying attention to this podcast, we gonna have a beautiful artist on the show next week that I cannot wait to dive into because she's she's got so much experience in this space as well and understanding all of the trials and tribulations that female artists have and experience. We have but a great guest coming next listen, week. Listen, I, I, I need to see more from Normani because this type of shit, bitches, is not, bitches are not fucking with Normani with this shit, bro. I just need to see more of who she is. That's um, it. And while this uh, is a song that hopefully some of y'all liked, we didn't, but I did want to bring up that, <laughs> <laughs> that, that I have been listening to Pop Smoke's last album. Clearly, yes. he was one of those artists that I would say uh, decided to take the, the Tupac methodology and mm. just staying and living in the studio. Uh, so for the fact that we can get a whole nother project, just, I mean, shit, less than a year after he, he left us, I think it's amazing. He had really, really dope uh, also features. So... Ross is on the album. Kanye, Pusha T, uh, 21 Savage, uh, Busy Banks. Future, of course. The song I'm going to play. Oh, Neptunes. Uh, there we go. Uh, Top Shotta. That was uh, track seven. But the song I'm going to play um, that I enjoyed only because it also reminds me of one of my favorite songs from him. Mm -hmm. um, I want to play Woo Baby. Uh, this is featuring Chris, Bra Chris Brown. Um, and it does remind me of You Like It What You See. Everything does on that that's on me And I don't even know if this is the same verse Or, or the same sample this is, this is a So Sick from Neo sample That is Oh, you do hear that I hear that too now Yeah I like money Mommy and Yano In the ash for like Jello Shorty like skinny tight And y'all know Chris Brown coming Sounding just like Chris Brown 
and Chris Brown on his new project Faith yes. um, it, it's it's a really dope project I've been listening to it just like I did his last project and I do I enjoy it uh, other features include Pharrell Williams uh, Kodak Quavo Kit Cudi Dua Lipa like literally uh, whoever clearly was on his team definitely wanted uh, his musical genius to live on and this was this was a dope project I'm not gonna lie I enjoyed mm-hmm. it shout out to Pop Smoke we still keeping the memory alive Dior, Dior. Now um, y'all, now, now y'all know she gonna come in with the motherfucking. <laughs> so uh, I mean, listen, 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 listen. Um, I was in Costa Rica all week, so I was in a vibey mood, a vibey vibey mood. But before we get into the vibes, I do want to play, um, a song by the homie Fligo because it definitely made me feel like vacation, and it's something that he just released called Quarantana. <laughs> And I love it because it's giving me big vacation vibes. So I want to start with that. And then I'm going to gradually slow y'all down and bring y'all into the vibes. But this is called Quarantana by Fleego because this was just giving me good fun in the club with some hookah. Fleego? Yeah. Is the English? Yeah. What is El Fleego? His name is Fleego. Oh, okay. His name is Fleego. This is cultural <laughs> He's doing he's doing all the stuff that we do just in Mexico. <laughs> Bro, he put on a sombrero. It's a good summer record. I love it. Because I also had this kind of experience at Tulum. What's about Mexico got some good energy and some good vibes. Quarantana. Quarantana. Yeah, it's my shit. I ain't mad. I bang with that. It's just I ain't good, mad. some good energy. Some I ain't good, mad. Good little energy song. Shout out to Fleego. I ain't even mad at that. I ain't even mad at yes. that. Yes. I love that. Um, okay, so I told you I was in Costa Rica. So that was a vibe that I was listening to while I was on my way. Because I was like, you know what? I'm going to be on the ocean. I'm going to be on the beach. And then I got there. And then it was like, all right, cool. It's not super sunny. It and was about jungle. To have, it was jungle. <laughs> it was a rainforest. It was trees. So it wasn't it was super. Bugs. We were on the beach. It was but monkeys. It was definitely not giving, it was not giving like clear water vibes. It was definitely giving like, all right, cool. We're going to sit on the beach for a little bit because the waves were big. It was surfer. It was more of a surfer vibe. Um, so, you know, we had to just chill. So it was a chill, chill, chill week. Um, and to, to honor the chill week, 
Um, Omalay, who's another artist that I love, um, has a record called Understand. And it's just a good, like, sitting on the beach with a Mai Tai or a pina colada type of energy kind of song. You know, I love, I love, I love Afrobeats, Yahoo. Anybody who knows me yes. knows I'm into it. So this was definitely, you know, sitting on the beach, enjoying my little drink, getting a little lit, little rum punch action. This was the energy I was given. You don't go to my Some good energy there. Yeah, like it's just I like that. You know, I, I'm into I'm into like I'm into the vibes. You know, I love the vibes. Um, but yeah, that's our that's our firstly squeeze segment, guys. We just run, you know, trying to trying to keep the energy high. Not only energy high, like I said, like if you want to like really get deep into like a whole segment or episode on our freshly squeezed. Um, our videos on on Patreon because we don't have to follow YouTube guidelines. Yeah, y'all get, to, get hear to hear the, the music, music, so we don't look stupid just sitting here like, uh, <laughs> mm, yeah, it, yeah. You can get into it on Patreon without without having to look at us like we're dumb. On but YouTube. what's also awesome is we we dive into it with the artists. Yes, uh, and and our most recent freshly squeezed that drops this Wednesday. Um, he actually he he what wrote and produced all of his all of his tracks too. It was shit. it was a really really dope conversation. Um, yeah, but. Yeah, I guess let's go ahead and get into um shit we don't care about. Shit we don't care Even about. Even though we're gonna sit here and talk about like we care about it. No, I we're not. We don't I promise really you we're not. No. I promise you we're not. No, nope. we don't care no, about it. No, you said you don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a damn. If you don't give a damn, all I'm looking for is just a one. No, we should do some freshly squeezed honorable <laughs> mentions. People that drop right, people that did drop uh projects. Blast from LA, he dropped a project. Um I don't remember the name of the producer. Sid from the internet also dropped a song mm. called Fast Car. My homie C.S. Armstrong also dropped a cover of uh, Limit to Your Love, which is a Feist record, Feist cover. Um, um, Shansia dropped Shansia. Run Run. Um, yes. And while again, it's one of those, I'm not a super fan of the song. I believe the visuals were dope, even yeah. though it was yep. highly compared yep. to Lil Nas X since yep. it was uh, like devil shit. Yeah. The homie Eric B., Eric Bellinger dropped a joint. Um I think it's called OnlyFan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, look at that. Alex had that on the list too. Yeah. Yes. All right. All right. All right. Uh, so what did you not care about this fucking week? Bro? Um, I didn't care about Richard Sherman breaking into his in-laws and all of that stuff. I think I think the NFL needs to mandate some uh mental health uh protocol at this point for um any for 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 their players. Because I just think overall, I think NFL players suffer a lot from um, you know, just suppressed and repressed aggression. And I, I think that they undergo a lot um, of physical trauma, which I think then can lead to emotional trauma. And I just think that athletes in general, and it doesn't have to be limited to the NFL, but I think we we see more often than not a lot of violent outbursts from NFL players. And I think that they would really benefit from some 
just from some from some some mandated required and provided um mm. mental health outlets for them because this is really upsetting and I'm just really sad to see, you know, another another beautiful talented black man, mm-hmm. you know, having 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 a, a weakness and in and flaw exposed this way. So, yeah. That's what um, I, mean. I don't Also care what it. I do not care about is the usage of Justin LeBoy being the rollout for Donda, which is I uh, suppose the new album being dropped by Kanye West. Mm-hmm. Um, I I don't know. I just feel like Kanye's way too big of a megastar to be using someone with a meme page for their rollout. Uh, he was in Vegas this week playing not only new music to whoever was in Vegas this weekend, but also to Kevin Durant, who was there. Uh, many of you guys who do not know, Big Three has started in Vegas uh, along with uh, Team USA being out there for their practice. I believe they practice out there. So there's a lot of people in Vegas. Um, and the fact that Kanye is using Justin LeBoy. <laughs> I just, A, I don't care about it, but B, I just thought Kanye to be way too big of a superstar to depend on Justin to roll out his tweets on how dope the music is. I think it's, uh, I'm not here for it. Nope. I'm not here for it. I don't care. I I literally do not give a fuck. And I love Justin. I know him. I know him. I know I know Justin. He's, but but he's also good people, but also but... I'll be honest with you. Uh, and and again, as creatives, we are people who are able to change our mind and grow with time. Yeah. Uh, Kanye is one of those that I'm sorry I cannot support. Although I do think his shoes are comfortable, I'm gonna say I'm supporting Adidas with that. But in terms of Ooh. musically, um, and as a creative, I think that he has lent his. I, I don't know, his visibility to lean on things that have been detrimental to not only our society, but I think that he's been someone who was kind of just um, been fraudulently benefiting off of. So we. Oh, yeah. We it's, all, it's all been propaganda. It, it's all yeah. propaganda. So yeah. we, we we met him with, of course, the the uh, George Bush doesn't support black people, doesn't like black people. He came for, yeah. for, for that. He was for black people just to be a public <laughs> supporting Republican uh, with the Trump campaign. The only thing and that I, I just, I just can't. And then also like using religion also as a way to sell overpriced clothing and music has also been, uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm good on him. I'm good on supporting anything that he does. Yeah. Outside I'm, of his easies. Cause they're comfortable. I would like to, that's why I, would, I also bought mine from Walmart. But. I would like to hear, <laughs> I would like to hear, I would like to hear more music from him and nothing else. I don't want to hear anything else from him other than music to be, mm. to be honest. Um, because I think he's abused his platform and I just think, I think mm. musically he's a genius and he's contributed to the culture in that way, in the best way. So I'd rather we just keep the focus on that. Um, yeah, definitely, definitely don't, don't care about anybody being a part of his rollout though. Um, Agree. what else do we not care about this week? Hold on. What else I get? What um, else I get? Danny Lee. Uh, Danny, uh, oh yeah. Danny Lee announced her pregnancy, we which that. we all knew months ago. So we, we don't knew care months about ago. That. Uh, and Sean King deactivating his Twitter. I think, uh, I think that's, that's for the, that's. That's great. I think no, it's not put- because guess what he did? He went on his fucking Instagram and put his girlfriend's, his wife's cash app and said, hey, I'm gone off socials, but please give my give my wife some birthday money. Oh, so dear. while deactivating his Twitter and saying he wasn't going to say anything, he's still using his platforms to fucking collect coins uh, for personal gain. Uh, Sean King, cut that's it the yucky. fuck out. Yeah, that's yucky. Ugh. That's Sickening. Yucky. Yeah. Jesus. That's a little yucky. I didn't know that was Yeah, happening. it's yucky. So like in his little like Instagram bio, he has his wife's cash app and is like, hey, but it's her birthday. So make sure you surprise and, you know, make sure you support her for her oh. birthday, boy. Wow. Take your motherfucking ass on. 
Wow. Well, anyway. Right. Um, I mean, that's it's anything else you don't care about. What else there wasn't much. I, I will there say there was a lot going on this week. So next week, so that we don't spoil it for you guys, we will get into Space Jam next week. Yeah. Um, y'all there's know, a lot of TV that we'll get into next week. There's a ton of yeah. TV that we'll get into next yeah. week. Y'all also know that Bridget and I watch different Oh yeah, I'm locked into Loki. I'm locked into Betty the Shy. I'm locked into, oh, uh, the premiere of Kanan which is a part of the power universe also also came up um, and that was fantastic I watched the first episode I'm locked in I love it and my man is from Queens so of course anything that comes out of Queens is just it's mandated in our household so. well <laughs> I am locked in to uh, the upcoming reunion of Jocelyn's Cabaret mm. um, the reunion did she premiere a song on the bitch, Cabaret do it I like heard. it's my bidet no uh, not that like, oh, didn't she one. she released another song or something she released something else I don't know but I think that that show is wonderful and you get to see titty um, and then I also am watching the reunion to Married with Medicine. And of course, the new season of Real Housewives, The Potomac Beach. Mm. So those are, that's like what my TV is stemmed yes. from. A yes. whole bunch of drama filled we'll get into more of that. older women. Um, but yeah, how are we getting out of here? Oh, I got some. Hey, Mike. Here. Hey, Mike, tell us how we getting out of here, not girl. Hey, Mike. No, nah, go ahead. I want to thank all of y'all for supporting not only us. I want to give a huge shout out to everyone who has been a Friends with Benefits since episode 19 we love y'all we rock with y'all ebony amazing last week shout out to everyone again who's joined us on this couch and like i said for those friends that you haven't got to meet yeah go on over to patreon please we got more friends with benefits over there and some more stories some more really in-depth stories mm-hmm. we want to we want to let y'all get to know us a little bit better too and not just through the nasty comments that people use on that people put up on joe's network youtube <laughs> <laughs> So come on over and support us. I'm, I'm super excited. And get into the conversations, uh, too, because I'm in the comments. Mandy's in the comments. We are monitoring well, you know it daily. I'm in the comments, bitch. I stand so, comments. I mean, I like to I love to converse. You know, we all love to talk. So we'll be in there communicating with y'all, our friends with benefits, our gang gang members, nieces and nephews. Gang, gang, gang. We love y'all. And, uh, yeah, Mandy's, Mandy's going to be in Cabo for the rest of this week. That's why I had to put on a summertime song. Regardless of where you are, I really hope that you're enjoying your summer safely. Masked up. Back safely. Please be Waxed safe out up. there. If it's not, if it's not going to be thinking about you, think about the people around you that might have to think about other people. So just be safe out there, man. Enjoy your enjoy your summer. We'll enjoy talk to, your we'll talk summer. To y'all. We'll talk to y'all next week. Bye.